Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 21st of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. Yoshikazu Higashitani, a YouTuber turned lawmaker, was expelled from Japan's upper house on Wednesday the 15th. He was dismissed for not attending any parliamentary sessions since being elected last year, making him the first member of the Diet to be removed in more than seven decades. Last week, he was given a chance to apologize in a House of Councillors plenary session, but he did not do so in person, having previously sent a video apology which was not accepted. The Tokyo police obtained an arrest warrant for him on Thursday the 16th. Japan's National Police Agency has asked the foreign ministry to order him to return his Japanese passport. He is suspected of making threatening and defamatory statements about celebrities in videos on his YouTube channel. He is said to be staying in the United Arab Emirates to avoid prosecution in Japan. Next up, on Monday the 20th, Japan marked 28 years since the Aum Shinrikyo cult sarin's gas attack on Tokyo subway system that killed 14 people and injured over 6,000. At Kasumigaseki Station in Tokyo, officials observed a moment of silence at a memorial service around the time when the deadly sarin nerve agent was released in train cars on the 20th of March, 1995. Among those attending the event and also laying flowers was Shizue Takahashi, whose husband, a deputy station master at Kasumigaseki Station, died in the incident. Tetsuo Saito, Minister of Land, Infrastructure, Transport and Tourism, also visited Kasumigaseki to lay flowers. He said that the government will strengthen efforts to fight terrorism and to create an environment in which train passengers can feel safe. Speaking of the government, Prime Minister Kishida and his Indian counterpart Narendra Modi met in New Delhi on Monday the 20th. They agreed to maintain the rules-based international order in the face of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and China's increasing clout in the Indo-Pacific region. After their talks, Kishida said that he and Modi promised to work together toward the success of the Group of Seven and Group of Twenty summits that Japan and India are slated to host, respectively, later this year. On the following day, the Japanese Foreign Ministry said that Prime Minister Kishida also visited Ukraine on Tuesday the 21st to hold talks with President Volodymyr Zelensky in Kiev. The visit had been kept secret until right before arrival. It is rare for a Japanese leader to make an unannounced trip to a foreign country. Kishida and Zelensky discussed Japanese support for the reconstruction of Ukraine, which has been under attack by Russia since last year. Kishida demonstrated Japan's commitment to supporting the war-torn country ahead of a Group of Seven summit he will host in Hiroshima in May. Kishida has been the only G7 leader to visit Ukraine following Russia's invasion of its neighbor in February 2022. On that note about the Prime Minister, on Friday the 17th, Prime Minister Kishida pledged to implement the necessary measures to allow 85% of male workers who have a child to take paternity leave by fiscal 2030 to tackle the falling birth rate. Kishida said at a press conference that his government will also take steps to push wages for young workers and boost economic assistance to create an environment conducive for raising their children free of concerns. He also said that in the 2030s, the young population in Japan will decline at twice the current rate. The next six to seven years will be the last chance to turn around the declining birth rate. He added that his government will map out a child policy package by the end of March. In Japan, around 85% of women took maternity leave in fiscal 2021 through March 2022, but only about 13% of men did so. Many employees say that they are concerned that taking time off may increase their colleagues' workload. Speaking of young people, 20-year-old Soto Fuji became the second player in the history of the shogi board game, also known as Japanese chess, 
to hold six major titles on Sunday the 19th when he took the Kiel crown from Akira Watanabe. Fuji won game four in Nikko City against his 38-year-old opponent, joining Yoshiharu Habu, who won his sixth title in 1994 at age 24. Fuji and Watanabe will next meet in the best-of-seven prestigious Meijin series beginning on the 5th of April, with Fuji looking for his seventh title and Watanabe attempting to retain his last remaining title. On Monday the 20th, a seminar showcasing eco-friendly technologies was held in Jakarta, co-sponsored by the governments of Japan and Indonesia. Planning to move its capital to the island of Kalimantan, about 2,000 kilometers from the current capital, Jakarta, from 2024, Indonesia plans to build an eco-friendly city that uses only renewable energy and recycles waste materials, among other sustainable measures. A plastics manufacturer among Japanese companies introduced a technology that recycles the plastic left in the production process of refrigerators and similar devices. Another Japanese firm has demonstrated technology that uses hydrogen and ammonia to reduce carbon dioxide emissions in thermal power plants. And since we mentioned relocation, six major central banks, the US, Japan, Eurozone, UK, Switzerland, and Canada, announced that they agreed jointly to inject more dollars into the global financial system. The decision came after two U.S. banks went bankrupt. Institutions say they will change the frequency of dollar injections from weekly to daily. Daily operations began on Monday the 20th and are expected to continue until the end of April. The dollar swap movement is an arrangement where the U.S. Federal Reserve provides dollars to other central banks in exchange for those institutions' currencies. The 2008 global financial crisis was the first time central banks did this. They made a similar move in March 2020 when the spread of coronavirus strained financial markets. On Wednesday the 15th, major Japanese corporations agreed on their biggest pay raises in decades in annual wage negotiations after their labor unions demanded salary increases to match rising inflation prices. Major electronics firms agreed to provide about at least 7,000 yen or about $50, monthly base pay raise since Prime Minister Kishida has called on the business community to increase wages to mitigate financial burdens on households hit by the soaring prices of everything from food to gasoline. In a government meeting with representatives from the business community and the labor unions, Kishida expressed hope that wage increases at major corporations trickle down to smaller companies. According to data compiled by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the average wage in Japan rose about 6% in 2021 from 1990. That compares with more than 50% increases in the United States and Britain during the same period. The Japanese baseball team continues to triumph. Japan came from behind to beat Mexico 6-5 in the World Baseball Classic semifinals on Monday the 20th. Two-time champion Japan is now set to face Team USA for the final on Tuesday the 21st in Miami while aiming to win the title for a record third time. And to close this edition, a new Harry Potter theme park in Tokyo is set to open on the 16th of June. Visitors to the park, which is nearly 30,000 square meters and built in Tokyo's Nerima Ward, can explore sets that recreate famous scenes from the movie series. Warner Brothers Studio Japan Vice President Matsuo Toshihiro says it makes a lot of sense for Tokyo to be able to offer a new entertainment facility to foreign tourists. And that's it for this week. If you don't know, Rorschach has a newsletter on Substack, so check it out. It's rare, so you won't be flooded with emails, but it will tell you a bit about what's motivating all of this. Link in the show notes. Tell us your hopes and dreams at japan at rorschach.com. Mata ne! Mata ne!